If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What up, homies? That's Destin. No, 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 that was you. No. You gotta be like, what up, homies? How's it going? Podcast (laughs) Unlocked. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. All right, see, that's that's the energy we're looking for. Yeah, I'm hyper. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Nobody else is. Like Mitch. That's true, but you guys are so (laughs) You look, Mitch, you look like you got hit by a truck today. I don't know, it just hit me. Like, I'm at that low point of the day (laughs) where you in? I'll get my second win in like 20 minutes. Is it the lunch com- post-lunch coma? Maybe. The turkey sandwich is big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This is Podcast Unlocked, the IGN Xbox-centric podcast, episode number 100 and deuce for July 3rd, 2013. Let's hope it's not a deuce. Yeah, well, <laughs> you never know. Depends on which listeners you ask at any <laughs> given time. Um, so, yeah, happy 4th of July this deuce week. also means poop. Yeah, we got that part. Okay. <laughs> okay, just in case. Spelling it out for you, Destin Legary. Tweet him Follow at, me on Destin Twitter, at Destin Legary. <laughs> for more jokes like that. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, happy Independence Day to um, our American listeners. <clears throat> and whatever you Canadians do, you go. too. Canada Day. What What is Canada Day, Mitch? It's the day we threw tea at the Voyagers. <laughs> yep. yep, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. It's the day we went... Hey, um, could we be our own country? No? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and you it. did it three days before <laughs> America did? Did we ever separate? No. No. No, so we're, we're still part of the, the monarchy. Yeah, okay. So, well, I think so it's a, like, I think what, it's why a do boot, we celebrate a, a boot time yeah. for a revolution, eh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we celebrate? No. That's all right. You guys are okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's too nice to rebel. That's true. That is true. Want some maple syrup? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Hook me up. All right. Uh, Beehive is where it's at. It's a pretty slow week yeah. here at IGN. It's holiday. Oh, yeah, Xbox stuff. Uh, yeah, holiday week. Uh, everybody is in and out of the office. Some people taking vacation. Not us, though. No. We're working hard Never. as opposed to hardly working. 
Destin, you are craft. You're cooking up some good stuff for us right now. Yes. Yeah, working on a few projects. You yeah. and I went and played some Blacklist. That's co-op. right. That was the Splinter most fun Cell. I've had playing a Splinter Cell game in a long time. There is so good. There is yeah. a lot to like yeah. for sure. Um, we're gonna have some details on specifically the co-op mode mm-hmm. for you coming up in the in the next week, the week after. Um, and what is the? I think it's it's Thursday, right? The 11th. Yes, Thursday the 11th. 9 a.m. I believe. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Mitch, what have you been working on? I may on? or may not also have some Splinter Cell stuff in the works. <gasps> oh, really? Get out of here. Indeed, indeed. Um, other than that, just news. Good. Doing the news th- thing with Andrew. What's going on with Splinter Cell? Uh, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just tell us now. <laughs> and we're not recording or anything. <laughs> I'm going to Toronto. We're going to do some stuff with them. Cool. Well, I had the unique opportunity of uh, sitting down at E3. So for months, I've been I've been talking to Bungie. So yeah. Actually, more than that. I mean, the ever since I started in this business, which was 11 years ago, it's always every time there's a, a new Bungie project starts, it's you know you make you kind of make the wish list of what we want to do with the game. Yeah. Every time that the top of the wish list is, I want to talk to Jason Jones. <laughs> he is the uh, <laughs> he is the co-founder of Bungie. He's sort of the he's the creative mastermind of all their their games. He's the guy that's sort of credited with with inventing Halo's secret sauce, yeah. its formula of fun. Sticky grenades. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, two weapon system and yeah. all that stuff. So, uh, but he he doesn't give interviews ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, I dare you to go on Google and try and find one because it's in 2005 he was named but they he he wouldn't even, he refused he's such a sort of humble guy he doesn't like the spotlight yeah he wouldn't even refuse to be named personally as one of the time 100 most influential people in 2005 instead it was credited to the halo trinity mm-hmm. of him marcus leto and another guy at bungie who i can't remember right now. It was probably Jamie. He never gives interviews, it doesn't like the spotlight, hmm. and was never named one of the Halo yeah. guys. But we have an interview with him. We're putting him in the spotlight, and we're naming him yes. the Halo guy. Yes. Take uh, that, Jason. So, Jones. yeah, uh, finally, it, it is my – it is. it actually has been a career-long goal to speak with him because, as you know, Mitch, I think, I know you agree, like, sitting down with, with, with the creators of some of our favorite games is one of the best parts of our job. It is my favorite thing to do. To really – get into the minds of these people and what it is that makes them tick and how they Destin's Jesus gonna, Destin <laughs> I'm just breaking, breaking the podcast Destin studio the microphone I'm off so the table alright <laughs> alright so we'll just just keep going yeah, um, okay. alright we're gonna keep going but yeah you know it's it is it's it, getting into the minds of these people is fascinating yeah most of the time sometimes it's like they don't they're just they're on a script and they yeah don't they're, they're too to PR say. trained or whatever and it's yeah. just like well, my game's awesome because blah blah blah, and my, every game, every sentence starts with the name of the game, yeah, because that's what yeah. their PR person told them to do. Well, to talk about Splinter Cell Blacklist <laughs> is a great game in the Splinter Cell series featuring Sam yeah, you Fisher. Can, you can never use the pronoun it; it always yeah. has to be game name. Yeah, but in any case, uh, so yeah, I've been wanting to talk to Jason forever, and finally got the chance to do that uh, unexpectedly during E3. It was this had been talked about for a while we've been going i've been going back and forth with bungie it's like they've been saying okay we're, we're working on jason trying to get him to he, he'll he'll see he'll do it after e3 like okay great after the game is out there finally and during e3 i get a phone call it says what are you doing tomorrow morning and this was this was on the monday of yeah monday of e3 so mm-hmm. 
the next day being the first day of E3. What are you doing tomorrow morning? Are you free for breakfast? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. And so uh, I got whisked away in a car to an unknown location. And uh, it turned out to be the hotel Bungie was staying at. And got to sit down. I was told what it was on the way over yeah. there. But uh turned out, yeah, I got, to, I got to sit down, have breakfast with Jason Jones for about an hour and 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Recorded the whole thing. It's, I won't be posting the audio, though. It's not... You know, it's rough, and it's all you hear. You hear, mo- pancakes you hear mostly, background. yeah, it's mostly pancakes <laughs> and silverware in the background. But uh, yeah, I've got a what is? It'll be, of course, done by the time anybody hears this podcast. But uh, it is currently four thousand words and counting. There's a, a lot. I mean, it's like an hour and twenty minutes is a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was, uh, congrats. Thank you. And uh, you know, as you read that article, I suggest eating pancakes. So you, yeah, really get in the it, spirit. Like you were there, get like the you were spirit. there. Yeah, I had uh, I had eggs and some potatoes and bacon. That is another option. You can also Jason have had a bowl of oatmeal, <laughs> if you want to really role play it. But uh, but yeah, so it's it's a really long interview. It's it actually it it, it was something that reminded me. Oh yeah, I have a journalism degree because it was like oh this is I'm writing a personality profile right now. I had to do this back in <laughs> back in college, and uh, now it was a lot of fun. And he said a lot of neat stuff. Um, the interview is all about him. It's not. You know, I've had people tweeting me already. It's like, oh, are you gonna? Did you talk about Bungie, uh, the Destiny engine? Like, no, it's not about any of that stuff. It's mm-hmm. about who Jason is and what makes him tick and why he won't talk <laughs> to anybody for ten years. But look for that on Bungie Day, mm-hmm. July seventh, two thousand thirteen, which is Sunday. So part one will go up on Sunday uh, at seven oh seven a.m. Pacific. Because why not? I see Bungie Day. We're getting in the. We're getting in the spirit. Of the bungee day fun, you guys and your journalisms. Yeah, uh, part two. <laughs> part two will go up on Monday, um, probably at a more normal time, like nine a.m. Mm-hmm. And then I don't actually don't know yet if there will be a part three. It just depends how long it goes. I don't cool. want it. I don't want it to get like so super long that uh, I'll break it up into as many parts as I need to. But it'll be probably two or three parts. Well, I'm so excited for to that. check it out. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's good times. I'll be curious to see people's reactions. When to you it. putting it up again? July seventh, Bungie Day, seven 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 oh seven. Yeah, at seven oh seven a.m. Pacific time. So take take a look for that. And uh, anything else, guys? Anything else going on? We seen any movies? We doing anything fun? Animal Crossing arrived, so that's my long weekend plan. Yeah, this says the guy that bought two of it. How how do you do that? I'm bad at Amazon, apparently. Just, You're bad at shopping. Yeah, well, right? This is, like, <laughs> completely representative of every problem I have with shopping. <laughs> I don't need two of them. Give me two. <laughs> One day, Mitch is going to walk out into his garage, and there'll be, like, two of the same car. How did that happen? Also, I bought a garage. <laughs> Whoa, crap. <laughs> it's, a two of, it's a two-car garage. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll come right back and do what? Yeah, we got several There's interesting. Some news yeah, some some interesting Xbox stories, both 360 and but mostly Xbox One related. Right after this, IGN's Xbox 360 podcast, the podcast unlocked, presents the news unlocked. All right, gentlemen, the news unlocked. Indeed, Mitch is a gentleman. Let's be honest. Yeah, he is. Ladies. I'm just what's a uh, little some, some interesting, uh, very <laughs> very descriptive of me. Very interestingly timed big Xbox news this week, Mitch. Yes. So the biggest item of the week, which came out of nowhere, did not happen while I was on lunch. Thankfully, <laughs> this one happened while I was in the office. Don Matrick has left Microsoft for Zynga. He was all like, "Peace, I'm out." Yeah, the man that we all know is 
the guy largely responsible for Xbox's mixed messaging is out the door. Yeah, so, we have a console for people that don't have online connections. He said that called... before before their press conference. He said that before E3, <laughs> but the news was timed so that it is seemed... that how it worked out? Yeah, wow, it was timed so it seemed like he was like. Fu fans, oh, you know, yeah, and like it was. Well, like, that's unfortunate. We posted that too, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it says Bummer. in an interview before E3, and Whoops. I was like, "Nobody's gonna see that. Everyone's yeah, just, gonna, just gonna, see. gonna see the quote." Yeah. Anyway, that he was not good with the PRs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Matrick, this isn't surprising, right? Well, no. I mean, the thing is, so the the follow up that came out today was that his compensation package with Zynga could be worth a maximum between salary, bonuses, and stock options of $60 million. I hate rich people. So, yeah, like, of course, I I mean, I Zynga feel... is a sinking ship, right? Yeah. As of now, I'm not saying it's going under. I'm saying it's not doing well. They had mass layoffs recently. The, Zynga is not uh, the greatest company on the planet right now, uh, financially speaking. But would you – I would – of course I would leave for $60 million. Oh, yeah. yeah. In a heartbeat. Of and course. he already has millions and millions of dollars. I don't feel bad for him at all, but what I want to pose— Well, no, guys, he left voluntarily, yeah. we think. Do you guys feel like he was kind of like, maybe you should leave now? Like, do you think that was the case? Or well, do that... you think he's just like, look, I'm so tired of this. Like, all these internet people just, like, you know, harassing me and everything. Maybe I just want to leave. I mean, well, that—it's interesting because generally— to the best of my knowledge, these sorts of things don't happen this quickly. Usually they – I mean, you know, just – Six the, months from now, it would be like a totally amicable, out-of-nowhere thing. Right. Like, oh, wow, Don Matrick left for no reason at all. But the – you know, Well, in the, in the piece written by some website, I can't remember, uh, they uh, – Great job, Destin. Well, <laughs> ace reporting, Destin. Yeah, something I read well, – I read the whole thing. I just don't remember the name of the website that wrote it. But anyway, they said that uh, – he was going to be given the title of, like, the main guy for Xbox One hardware. And that he just didn't like that. He's like, no, I don't want that, so I'm going to hmm. leave. Hmm. Like, that well, was his reason given for leaving, according to sources. Yeah. I will so. say that, you know, I don't know if he was asked mm -hmm. to maybe try and find another opportunity somewhere else or if he decided, as you suggest, Essen, that maybe he was just sick of mm -hmm. all the BS – or if it's all just a big coincidence and the Zynga thing was going to happen regardless of if the if the Xbox E3 went off awesome and everything was flying high. But as is the case, uh, I think the timing couldn't be better yeah. for this for Microsoft, from Microsoft's perspective because it gives them a chance to – I mean I know they said for now – Everybody's just going to report straight up to Steve Ballmer. Yeah. So what do you guys think about the but, possible replacement? Phil. Well, well, he's which one? Spencer yeah, Spencer or Harrison? Harrison? Uh, oh crap, Harrison. <laughs> I want to say. I mean, Spencer. Spencer. Uh, he's rather, a younger guy. He's Phil Harrison works for Phil Spencer. Yeah, yeah. But so it would probably not be Phil Harrison no. leapfrogging I, Phil Spencer. I don't even think it'd be Spencer. I don't Spencer think so. Is software. Yeah, he's a software guy. But well, again, the article said that uh, Phil, the guy who's responsible for like Crackdown and yeah. a lot of Spencer. like Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. He runs Microsoft Game Studios. Yep, that's him. So they think that Phil Spencer is going to be the guy taking the spot. Uh, yeah, or he offered it. At least. That's speculation, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all spec. The whole article speculative, but until it was confirmed that uh, you know Matrix left. But my point is that you know. The timing couldn't be better because 
regardless of if they you know if they bring in somebody new, it's a chance for them to put a fresh PR face in on the Xbox One totally. and re, and rehabilitate rehabilitate the console's image in these key few months before it launches. I so mean, I I think I think it couldn't have worked out better for Microsoft. Like totally for them, agree. they're like. Great! This is a chance to sort of wipe the slate clean. We can pin yeah. it. We can pin all the poor messaging and all that, all the bad reactions and stuff on Matrix. Yeah. Uh, to an extent, fairly, and to an, yeah, not so not that fully. Was my but question is at this point, like I feel like I'm so close to everything that's going on that I can't decipher between news that is actually bad news and stuff that is just Microsoft saying something and the internet reacting poorly. Like, is there it, as much negativity or as as much negative? Uh, talking coming from the microsoft camp as we think there is I, th- I think it started as mike being microsoft's fault totally of being bad point, messaging do they we think it's still okay. their fault every time they open their mouth and it's like what are you doing i almost wonder if like we feel that certain things that they say aren't as big of a deal as they they're not you're right it's a, it's a it's a mob mentality yeah. that's going on on the internet there's no doubt about that yeah definitely um we have data to back that up, actually, which yeah. which if, we will share with the coming world. Soon. They did not have to talk about the online components of Xbox One. They did not need to say that it's like checks every 24 hours. They didn't need to bring that totally up. Totally disagree. They're, they absolutely had to do that They didn't. They, they did. didn't need to tell us anything until after it launched. They should have said they all of that. They created their own PR nightmare. That should have been maybe not part of the press conference, but something that they addressed immediately following well, it and they with sh- press. They needed to come out and highlight the good things they should have said our our console is always connected which enables incredible things like family sharing where you can 10 friends can play all your games the problem yeah they should have talked about that aspect they shouldn't have talked that it checks every 24 hours that you absolutely that's a core feature of the console you need to talk about that before you why is that a feature though it's just drm like everybody just sees it as drm which is because you know. the internet is full of idiots, and they see that, <laughs> oh, it's always connected? That's bad, even though it's like, nope, that's you, you want a PC and a phone, right? Because those are always online. Mm-hmm. Every moment of your life, they're online. Yeah. And the, the, I mean, like the, you can turn on your PC or phone without an internet. The connection. thing is, guys, remember, we had a, we, this came up in a meeting, uh, a semi-relevant meeting, that actually neither one of you were in, so I will just share <laughs> it now. It's going to be a great discussion. Um, the, the, you know, the, the whole, like the used games thing in particular. Yeah is people throw a fit because of just the idea of something that they could do previously of something being of them being told no they don't yeah. like change they don't like being told they can't do something mm-hmm. and it's exactly it's very similar if not exactly like the current gen when we were coming from Xbox 1 PS2 into 360 PS3 the backwards compatibility thing people yeah. flipped uh, yeah. out and like what do you mean i can't play my Xbox One games on yeah. 360, and you know Microsoft ended up doing the software solution rollouts over time, and uh, the early Which PS3s. we all used, right? Well, yeah, that's that's totally. the thing is, it, people just they reacted negatively to the mm. idea of be, them being told they couldn't do something when the reality was there's data to, to support this as well. That's I think it's something like five percent of Jeez. anyone ever put an Xbox One disc. Yeah. And by original yeah. Xbox disc into a 360. Yeah. So it I, just it, – it's purely – It's not worth it. I don't yeah. – For them at all. So it, it, I feel like this – you know, the, this is the same thing, and Microsoft did not uh, – they just – yeah, as Mitch said, it just messaged as badly as could be yep. – as could yeah. be feared. 
I don't think people overreact to things. What's our next story? I can't use my headset on Xbox <laughs> One? Just kidding. You probably can. Yeah. You need an adapter, though. That'll be $20. Yeah. So I mean, that's, <laughs> that's probably how it's going to shake out, right? So if you have an Xbox 360 now and you're going to buy an Xbox One, maybe hang on to your headset. Um, your cheap, garbage, garbage $5 headset. headset. Now, those, of course, we, I don't think anybody's really crying over those. It's... Our Astros that we are crying about. Well, that and the fact or that our turtle Astros beaches will still or work, though the way that no. Astro headset no will not, not, so as, not now, as a chat headset as of now no they don't uh, Astro a, will probably come up with a solution they're probably talking yeah. to Microsoft about the same adapter that the Xbox 360 will use to function on Xbox One because uh, it's a proprietary yeah thing it's a new on input Xbox One? yes okay but the thing that kind of chaps my head most is that the Xbox One doesn't come with a headset at all yeah. Which and this came up last week, right? Like, yeah, we, we went was. through this. But it still really bothers me that they had this always online console that they weren't going to give you a headset for, <laughs> it's because presumably they want you to either buy the new headset separately for X amount of dollars, or 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 buy a they're trying adapter. Well, no, they're trying to. I think we covered this last week. They're trying to add add value to Connect by saying, "Oh right. no, Connect does that right. for you." Oh, that's scary. Which is hysterical because the whole marketing message right now is where it's too much value for the price but it's like you're taking shit away stop doing that stop putting stuff that i don't want or consumers for the most part don't want i'm kind of okay with the connect but i don't want to use connect for a voice chat thing no and if i can use my xbox 360 headset and not have to use connect all right i'll pay 20 bucks but more yeah, likely I'm, I'm just gonna buy a but, new headset. but again messaging failure come out right away and say Hey, it's a, there, we've got a new proprietary port on our controller because we're doing some new cool stuff that enables, you know, we've got all sorts yep. of faster protocols yep. and whatnot. But we've got an adapter for you so you don't have to throw away your current right. headset. And even Come out right saying, out. Like, and even yeah. saying, like, we have this Connect, it's going to be the primary chat device because it's clear. Ship with the adapter. Look at this example of how clear it is. Yeah. Look at the isolation it does. Yeah. So you don't need a headset, which is why we're not going to bundle a headset in. However, if you have an Xbox 360, ba-dum-bum. Yeah, it, it would have made so much more sense. Everything about it seems so simple in hindsight well, that ha- I, I, I can't imagine what their people are thinking. To be fair, as the saying goes, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Sure. It's when you're in the thick of it, you're trying to, you know, you're talking about a new platform launch. There's a lot. Going Some on. of this is forgivable, but not really when you're a paid professional, right? And this is your entire, arguably almost the entire company is riding on yeah. this uh, this product. It has been rough. It's been a rough yeah. time for Microsoft, that's for sure. I keep yeah. saying it. When, it. when the console comes out, none of us will, will remember. I agree with that. We'll remember um, this conversation happened. I think we'll remember when we see the sales numbers. I think you we know, will. If, no, if my, my, numbers my prediction when they sell out. Like, so my prediction we'll is that the PS4 will outsell the Xbox One by a – probably not a huge margin, but but it'll, it'll be number one. A wake-up call. F- for at least the first – Four to six months. Yeah. Because of price. First quarter. Because of the price and because of the uh, mob mentality, anti-Microsoft, anti-Xbox mm-hmm. attitude. But long term, it, it'll I, – I predict – and I've said this on the show before. I think we are looking at a 50-50 or a 51-49 mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, scenario at the, by the – in 10 years from now. I think we're going to end up – it's largely similar to where similar we are now. Yeah. It'll be exactly yeah. like the PS3 launch. Like they're making all the mistakes Sony made with the PS3 launching. Well, they're making diff- some different line. mistakes, but yeah, yeah I but mean, it's similar. It is, yeah. PR yeah. mistakes, messaging yeah. mistakes, and and yeah. price mistakes. Yes, yeah, I agree with and that. And it'll even out, like you said. 
least they, at least when they drop it, they can be like big price drop. You know, hundred bucks. Well, let's hope so. They will. Let's hope so. They have to. Um, all right. Speaking of the Xbox One and its launch, uh, Destin, did you think that Microsoft would even bother with Japan this time around? Well, they have to. I mean, it's a market that they need to cater to. So they probably looked at their sales charts, and they're like, okay, we get this much profit. We launch late when we know there's going to be a few titles for that audience available, you know, and then uh, go that route. Yeah, so Xbox One will be launching in Japan Um a little bit to my surprise, but ultimately you're right. Not really. I mean, they're going to yeah. be in, in that market. but They wouldn't uh, just cut out a whole market. No, um, but it is. It's, so it's going to be early next year. It will, be, it will not be a worldwide simultaneous launch. We already knew that. But, yeah, Japan will, will get supported ne- uh, early next year. And, yeah, it's – what do you think? They'll ship six or seven units to Japan. Maybe Total. Call maybe it a day. Eight, yeah. Maybe eight or nine, just in case. I yeah. think they'll ship. In case one of them breaks. 60,000 units. It'll be a low <laughs> yeah, number. It's... It'll be low. I mean, I mean they're going to wait to ship. Yeah. Tier, the, the way they described it is Japan is a tier two country, <laughs> which makes me think that something about the, the time frame of tier two and whenever the release is, probably like first quarter of 2014, right. will be, or maybe second quarter, will be coinciding with some big AAA Japanese release. You yeah. have to have... Metal Gear? S- Metal Gear. When's Metal Gear due? Early 2014? Bet that's a holiday title. I think so. I don't know. I'm asking. I mean, Metal Gear 4 was April 2008, so it's entirely possible they'll try Mm -hmm. and dominate the spring and summer again. Um, That makes sense. I mean, why not do it again? Metal Gear 4 did well. But it'll have to be something that is mass appeal, Xbox exclusive, hopefully, because why not? Well, that's not happening. Exactly, right? So that's the other side. And they've tried that. They've been down that road. I mean, the the early days of the 360, they made... you can't fault the effort that Microsoft made in Japan. They opened Japanese studios. They had uh, Itagaki on board with, with Tecmo and Team Ninja the way – I mean, the who, they'd Dragon. been on board. But, yeah, uh, yeah. They, Sakaguchi with, with Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. Yeah. And they had uh, stuff like um, Tales of Vesperia. Mm-hmm. And what was the one that was really good where you were, like, playing a dream in oh, Sebastian Box? Chopin. Chopin, that's yeah, it. I can't remember what the game was What was, was it called again? God, uh, our, one of our listeners is gonna yeah is gonna really tell cool. us instantly. They also got Final Fantasy XI to work on that thing. So. Yeah, they did bring over Eternal Final Sonata. Fantasy. Ele- thank you, uh, Eternal Sonata. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they 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 brought a lot of titles over, and some of them exclusively to the Xbox 360 for Japan. But it still it just didn't work. Yeah. That country has they will not accept for whatever reason the Xbox platform. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because it's the America box. Whether it's because, so. yeah, it's an American company or not, I don't know. But uh, it's just never happened. And But you can't blame Mike. Microsoft has tried. Mm-hmm. It's true. All right. We mentioned chat being a really cool feature for Connect, but something that came out this week that I'm really interested to see yeah. how it shakes out and you know how it functions is it connects you scanning QR codes or Maybe some, some kind of code right. to let you redeem games and, uh, and DLC and such. Presumably cash money. This yeah. is surprising. It sounds like I will actually use my Connect for something with right. the Xbox One. I mean, and this is the whole – it keeps coming back to Microsoft wanting to, you to use Connect for everything. Yeah. For navigating, for playing, for whatever. If, and if they can get well, you to interact with your menus with Connect, then they're going to do it. This, this yeah. is a place where it, it makes sense, and it's not just shoehorning something that could be done just as effectively with a controller. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. It's something people have been asking for for a long time. Like, yeah. Don't make me punch in 25 digits on my controller. Let me hold up a QR code, connect, can you know, scan it, and give Am- me my – Amazon, game. I feel, is a fantastic example of how 
customers are more likely to buy things when you make it very easy for them to spend money. Apple Store is the same way. Where yeah. once your once your info is in there, you click download yep. and it's and it's done. Yep. You know, this is a case where right now you got to type in 25 stupid digits yep. into into a computer. I can't accidentally hit 72 or, copies at once. Yeah, or worse on with <laughs> with your controller, yeah. it's even worse if you're not doing it on your PC. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a case where make it as easy as possible to spend money, and people are more likely to spend more Correct. money. Uh, I will be spending money on Titanfall, as I think all of us will be. Yeah. The, be the, the killer app for the Xbox One thus far. And yes, launch window. Launch window, spring 2014. Spring. Yes, I know it's coming out for PC as well, but uh, the, the Xbox One will be where it's at as far as the community goes. Does mm-hmm. it really count as PC if you have to have Windows 8? Nah. No way. Not really. No, it doesn't say I don't Windows think they 8, said that, did it? they? No. I'm, just, no. I'm just waiting for that bomb to drop. <laughs> That's Halo's the only that Halo yep, whatever Spartan game. Assault. Spartan Assault, yeah. Yeah. That's but Titanfall is getting, you know, it had all the buzz coming off of it out of E3 and justifiably so we named it our IGN best of show. Not only did we, but tons of people well, it and won that's, a lot of awards. Yeah. yeah, so the game uh critics awards, which are sort of the universal industry awards where all the EICs, mm-hmm. basically all the media votes. Uh, it's sort of like a little mini gaming Oscars, as it were. Yep. And uh, specific to, to E3 in this case, it was named not only Best of Show, but Best Original Game, Best Online Multiplayer, Best Action Game, Best PC Game, and Best Console Game. So, Winning all the awards. Yeah, everyone in the media. If in they the had game a racing media. mission, it would have won that too. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in games media really liked uh, Titanfall. We were IGN was not alone Game's on great. that front. Um, yeah, and Vince, it was. I'm glad I got to bump into him right after we, you and I, came out of yeah. the demo and got to say hello. And uh, yeah, he clearly like he was visibly relieved because what, remember what he said to us. He said, "So I said, uh, you said do you, I said I said to him, do you feel do you feel relieved? Do you feel good now? Now that the, and he goes, he gave me actually a great answer. He said." Uh, yeah, you know, it would have if if after all that, meaning all his lawsuit yeah. stuff, if if it had, if people had just been eh at his new game, it it would have killed him. It would have crushed him. That so, was my worry too. Yeah, that's what I thought Titanfall was going to be when we started hearing that it was Call of Duty with robots. My reaction was indifference. <laughs> Boy, were we wrong. Yep, in a good way for once. But yeah, so uh, can't wait to. And the next, the question is, I hope. That when we get to go down to respawn to see the game, which we will hopefully get a shot to do at some point, that we we don't decide it via a staff arm wrestling contest because I'm going to lose because <laughs> th- everybody in the office is going to be clamoring yep. for that mm-hmm. to get to go down to to respawn and play that game because I mean Chuck will just that's instant victory for Chuck oh, yeah. Ma- Chuck oh, yeah I'm the boss Chuck Sorry, Osborne well no no oh, Chuck is like arm wrestling my my yeah. my entire body is like. The thickness of one of Chuck's biceps. Trunk arms. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, uh, hopefully, we will not. We will decide it by more democratic means. That's all I'm saying. I'm just throwing it out there for you guys. Palest skin. <laughs> Woohoo! You and I are in. Yeah, we're in. <laughs> all right. And lastly, this week, uh, 
Mitch, just drop some, drop a little bad news on us before we go. Oh, would you? Yeah, let's yeah. end on a big downer <laughs> and make me responsible for it. Um, so one of the big things with State of Decay that was promised about a year ago when they started pitching the game around and trying to like hype it up was that there was going to be this big multiplayer co-op component, and that's not going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, Undead Labs, the developer, doesn't have the time or resources or money to to make it. Uh, what it should be, so they've canceled the co-op mode. Man, that game yeah. would be uh, so good with co-op. It would. It would yeah. be incredible to to be in that world with with other players. Yeah. To be fair, though, they never promised it. They always just said, said we hope goal, to right? do this. Yeah, we hope to do this. But they never straight up said it's going to happen, and now they're backtracking. That that is not the yeah. case here. And as they were working on it, they started to realize, like, man, we just this is not going to launch in a reasonable time frame. Like by yeah. the time it's ready, people will be done with State of Decay. Next gen will be here. So why wouldn't they stop and focus on Mm -hmm. getting the sandbox mode done, uh, upgrading the game again, patching it, just making it better, and then moving on to their next-gen multiplayer game? Because multiplayer is the DNA of that franchise, Uh, and that's what the future of it is going to be, totally. Class 4. Yep. Which will, I'm sure, will become to be known as State of Decay 2. Yep. Oh, my God. Or State of Decay Online or something terrible like that. Yeah, exactly. Womp. All right, what can we spend coinage on this week, Destin? Anything? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Nothing, everybody. Still in a dead Nothing. zone. Makes life easy. Yeah. Uh, but XPLA has Scourge Outbreak for 10 bucks. Okay. I don't know what that is. Do don't guys? know what that is. It's a four-player co-op shooter thing. Oh, it looks okay. all right. It doesn't look great. No? It's fine. Maybe it's okay. with four-player co-op, yeah, we're, right. in, we're off to a good start. Yeah, yeah. And, That's uh, one you're probably going to want to check out the trial for. Sure, why not? It's also, free. It's uh, there. There's another XPLA game out this week, and I can't remember the name of it. Not oh, that's a good sign. Right. <laughs> it's a port of a oh, PC game. Actually, you know what? I did leave off something very, yeah. very important on this list. Um, it's some, For some dummy reason, it's not out on Xbox until Friday, and that's The Walking Dead oh, yeah. 400, 400 Days. It's awesome. Yeah. Did you, Wait, did you guys play it yet? I'm waiting. Nope. Well, no, because my save oh, file is on Xbox, yeah. so I'm, I have to yeah. play it on Xbox. And uh, Telltale was kind enough to provide me with a code, but that code has not been activated yeah, as yeah. of yet. So we uh, we got a ton of codes. I might try to steal some for the show for giveaways. I think we can arrange that. Can can I steal yeah. one for me? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Which plat are you? Which platform did you play it on? Three sixty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about four hundred days is it's like don't I don't even want to know. Yeah, don't tell me any. Come on. The, Come we, on, Mitch just, Dyer. We do have it's a great. review on IGN.com yeah. right now. Yeah. So uh, if you if you want to no even, more spoilers on if this you show. I don't even want an indication of what it is. I just want to go in blind. That's <laughs> like, that's how much you've been on how, that good of a media blackout with this. Nice. Yeah. That's how much that's how much trust that Telltale has earned for me with All this right. series. Yeah. Is I want to know nothing. Uh, there's no new games, but it should be no- noted that there is a huge marketplace sale. Yes. Ultimate game sale actually is what it's called. So going on every now. day, tons every, of games. Yeah, so every day they add five games that get discounted huge. Mm-hmm. They are there on sale for one day. Today, Rockstar Table Tennis is three dollars. Three bucks. Don't be a dummy. Buy it immediately. It is cool. That was like a you launch would, game. It was no, uh, for, it was two thousand six. Yeah, you would never old. you would never think it's good. You think it like it's impossible that a ping pong game is good. It is like one of the most tech. <laughs> it's like a fighting game. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, you know what's hilarious about that game is it was created as a uh, proof of concept for their the en- the Rage Engine, yeah. Rockstar Advanced Game Engine. <laughs> Look at this yeah. cloth that move. Would, that would go on. That they were building at that time for Grand Theft Auto 4. Indeed. Yeah. So, so that 
There's a lot of stuff on sale every day. Um, I have an article going up every day that I just keep updating yes. with new sales. And, and then every week, yeah. there is a giant list of games that stay on sale stay on sale all week. So right now there's Crisis, there's uh, Brothers yeah. Arms, Hell's Highway, a bunch of really good Isn't, stuff. Isn't, uh, let's see, was Far Cry 3 That was yesterday. There? Yesterday. You missed that boat. <sighs> Too bad I already so, have that game. Check IGN every day. We're going to update it. the article, re-promote it, and you're going to see what's on sale that day and that week. And if cool. you're a gold member, hopefully you got Fable 2. Three. Oh, three. three. Sorry, three. And uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is coming July 15th? 16th. 16th? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Defense Grid. I think you mean yeah. Fable Free? Yeah. Oh, God. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Defense Grid The Awakening is your free game on Xbox Live right now. <laughs> if you're a gold member, that game is free. Can't yeah. recommend it enough. How often is it, Mitch? Like every two weeks we get a free game? Every first and 16th of the month. Oh, okay. If you're gold. Uh, if you redeem, all you have to do is initiate the download. You can cancel it if you don't have the space. Yeah. Initiate those downloads. Like even if you don't want it, yeah, then it's defense good right now. Marked as you it's own yours. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's yours forever. Um, also, I didn't know this. Unlike PlayStation Plus, if your subscription to Xbox Live Gold uh, lapses, you have that game forever and you can still play it. Good. Nice. That is a good thing. Plus takes it away if you're not a member. Live does mm. not. Still waiting on AC2 and Halo 3. Now I'm going to get emails for that comment calling me a Xbox fanboy. Oh, of course. Because this is podcast online. When I compared <laughs> it to Plus and said I enjoyed Plus better because the games were better and more recent, someone called me a PlayStation fanboy. By someone, I mean the entire internet. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, good times. All right, we'll come right back, test your guys' trivia. We have, uh, speaking of Titanfall, we, we are going to give away the Titanfall t-shirt that oh. we brought back from E3 this yeah. week to one lucky listener. Hang on. All right, time for the unlock block trivia action. This I week, have not got this. Good. Courtesy this week of Ryan Sigmund from Rudyard, Michigan. Wait, MI is Rudyard. Michigan. MO is Missouri. Yes, Michigan. Yeah. Rudyard, Michigan. Ryan Sigmund, thanks for sending in your question. I liked it, so I picked it out, and therefore you are going to win, uh, in this case, hmm. the Titanfall t shirt that we brought back from E3. Because uh, you sent in a Respawn-themed uh, or Jason West, you know, Respawn-ish question mm-hmm. for our two fine contestants here, Mitch Dyer and Destin Legary. All right. So, gentlemen, Ryan's question is this. After Jason West and Vince Zampella left 2015. The wait, year. Uh, 2015, Inc. The year. They that, went back in time. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> this was their – this was their uh, – previous development studio that they'd started before Infinity Ward. I mean, they went back in um, time. To, they left yeah. after working on Medal of Honor Allied Assault, but the company, after they left, made one more game before folding up the tent. What was that game? Was it Medal of Honor European Assault, Wings of War, Men of Valor, or Commandos Strike Force? They were working out of a tent? No wonder they folded. <laughs> they went under. All right, let's see what I got. <laughs> Destined. Uh, oh boy. Um. So, Medal of Honor, European Assault, Wings of War, Men of Valor, Commando, Strike Force. I'm gonna say Men of Valor. C. Okay. That's my guess. Mitchell. I, I feel like Men of Valor is a video game, but I can't even <laughs> peg the generation yeah. that it's attached to. Wings of War sounds like a fake game. Like it sounds so <laughs> dumb. And On the Wings of War. Commandos, I feel like, is way older than Medal of Honor. Um. So I'm gonna take the easy answer and say European Assault. 
Medal of Honor right. sequel. I have no idea when that came Interesting out. Interesting logic from you both. Well, Destin, you didn't really have logic. You just threw a dart. I guessed. Yeah, you threw a dart. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, your dart hit the mark, my All friend. Right. Men of Valor. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so, so, uh, I had a garbage World War II game on 360? No. Okay. You, uh, no. It was actually it was an attempt to be a very serious, very gritty uh, war game. Vietnam war game oh i remember that uh, with with licensed music like you'd be riding in the back of the truck and jimmy hendrix Hendrix would be playing i remember that Uh, and it was an name sounded it was an it was an original xbox playstation 2 game Mm -hmm. and it unfortunately just turned out to not be that great like Like it wasn't terrible yeah it just but it did not pan out so that was 2015's game after jason and vince left so ryan sigmund from rudyard michigan excellent question can't believe I got it. You've stumped one of our panelists, and the other one guessed right. Hey, I think I kind of remember that name. I'll guess that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Respawn uh, Titanfall t-shirt is on its way to you, as well as the rest of our usual uh, Podcast Unlock prize pack. If you'd like a chance to win... So now I'm down. I've got, we've got two more E3 shirts. They're both Call of Duty Ghost shirts, both size large. So please don't enter uh, unless you want the size large shirt. And to win, I'll need a Call of Duty-related question. It can be anything related to Call of Duty. So it can be about Treyarch. It could be about, uh, I guess it could be about Infinity Ward. It could be about Sledgehammer. Yeah, it could be about Sledgehammer. It could be about the franchise itself. So send your question. Note the answer uh, along with four multiple-choice selections. Send that to where, Mitch? Unlocked at IGN.com. Please include your full shipping address, and we'll play again next week. That's it. I think we're done. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Right at about the the 40-minute mark. Holiday. Yeah, I've got to finish, put the finishing touches on the Jason Jones interview. I'll plug it again. Part one goes up July 7th, Bungie Day. That's Sunday this year. So Sunday in the morning. Uh, 7.07 a.m. Pacific, and then part two will go up on Monday. Part three, if necessary, goes up. It's like uh, a playoff series yeah. in sport. If necessary, part three if goes we go up. go to game seven. Yes. So uh, take a look for that. And then, of course, you know you don't have to tune in right away. You can tune in. It just goes up at 7.07 a.m. Go look at it anytime you want. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, I definitely it – was, it was well worth – the wait to talk to Jason because that was like my one of my biggest fears was that I would sit down with him and he would turn out to be just like a a really either dull guy <laughs> or just guy that's not very well spoken where right. he just gave one word answers to things but no three part series sounds like that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jason turns out Jason Jones is a not only a very smart and articulate guy but uh, just a real pleasure to speak with so articulate you might say. Nice. Trademark that. Get to the patent office, my that's friend. Called, that's the name of the show today. Smarticulate. <laughs> there. You're, nice. you're, yeah, you're laying claim to it. Now IGN owns that. Yep. All right. Glad it's not just dumb destined things now. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible wrong things you say. Follow, follow that very clever Mitch Dyer on Twitter, at Mitchie D, and follow the... The uh, dumb guy. The dumb yeah, guy. At Destin Legary. <laughs> and you can find me at DMC underscore Ryan. And uh, we will return fo- following our hot 4th of July barbecue action. Mm. If I don't get some barbecue this weekend, week. I'm going to be pissed. That will be awesome. That's uh, it's Your transformation into becoming an American is almost complete, Mitch. 
It's good. Oh, please, if you think Canadians can't outgrill <laughs> steak, outgrill any American. It's Canadian steak. It's uh, it's made of ham instead of beef. Americans cook their some Americans. I don't know how to speak for all of them. Some Americans cook their steak in a pan on the stove. Yeah, it's it's no possible. Canadian has ever done that because that's <laughs> ugh, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's ridiculous. You can do that if you're desperate. No, well, if, you can't. If you live in an apart, what if you live in an apartment? You have a George Foreman grill. Uh, <laughs> but see, I know this from when I first lived by myself when I first moved in. Foreman grills literally suck all the juices out. Like you're left with this dry piece yeah. of gross meat. Oh man, you're doing it wrong. I guess I was. Uh, Destin, you gonna back me up on this? Uh, I cook on. A, I've cooked steak on a stove, and it turns out fantastic. Some of the best. Well, the, steaks I'm I've talking had. about the Foreman, Foreman grill specifically. Oh yeah, well it's supposed to do that. It's supposed to. Yeah, drain it, out the it fat drains out into this, and then good. I mean, what, Mitch? Do you take the fat and pour it back uh, no. over, or what? <laughs> no, I just don't lose that much. So do you close the lid? Well, yeah, you're supposed. Don't, to. No, you're not. Don't do that. That's the secret. All right, I because you're smushing it all. Where out. were you ten years ago, <laughs> <Sorry>. Mitch? <laughs> You needed me in college. I did. I did. In fact, you would have been like six years old, though. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for Destin Legary and Mitch Dyer. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Podcast Unlocked. As always, most of you get the show as a free subscription on iTunes, where you can just search Podcast Unlocked in the iTunes search field. And we will, uh, next week, we'll be back. We'll be one step closer to having the Xbox One in our hands. We've got to get a countdown clock going. As Don Matrick might say, we're out. (laughs) <laughs> he would say he that? He quit. He left. Yeah. I, I guess he might say Dumb that. Dumb guy. All right. Bye. <laughs>